It's Tuesday, March 8th, 2022, and this is Talk Commerce. Isn't tax compliance fun? If you ever thought tax compliance was boring, then you haven't met Shannon Kelly. Shannon Kelly is the longtime MC from Meet Magento, New York. His name is pronounced Shannon in Gaelic, and he entertains us with his tax compliance antics. We then dive deep into some partner marketing techniques as well as marketing in general. This is a smorgasbord of tax and marketing fun. And now, your free joke. Once upon a time, there was a king who was 12 inches tall. He was a terrible king, but he made a great deal. <laughs> Talk Commerce is brought to you by ChipBot. Are you enjoying answering the same question over and over every day? Do you wonder why people are leaving your site? Are you sick of knowing how many carts are left abandoned, moments away from a sale? Or are you just getting exhausted thinking about parsing all that data from your website? I recently found this great tool that I installed on the Talk Commerce website. You can see it live right now at talk-commerce.com. Chipbot Pylons and Chipbot Nexus are two tools integrated into one plugin that helps you manage your site smarter. It took me less than 15 minutes to configure and install. I have a thumbnail video that I recorded myself and I can instruct visitors on something to do and an action to take. You also have the option of configuring different action items like send me an email. Through Chipbot Nexus, I can answer questions and more importantly, I can learn from my clients by listening to what they're asking for. And if you thought it couldn't get any better, you can log into your dashboard and get metrics on what your visitors are doing on your site. During the installation process, I got fantastic support and ChipBot helped me to make my bot even better. Try it today, it's free. Go to getchipbot.com and sign up today. That's getchipbot.com. G-E-T-C-H-I-P-B-O-T.com. My name is Brent Peterson and I'm your host. Please remember to subscribe wherever you download your podcasts. And now, Talk Commerce. All right, welcome to this episode of Talk Commerce. Today I have Shanoon, Shanoon Kelly from Vertex. Um, Shanoon, why don't you go ahead and, and it's going to drive me crazy calling you Shanoon now for the rest of your life. But uh, anyways, introduce yourself. Uh, Shanoon is the uh, channel evangelist. I love that title for Vertex. Sorry. Well, you go ahead and do a better job than I just did of introducing you and tell us what you do on a day-to-day -day basis and then maybe one of your passions in life. Well, I uh, admire you for attacking the the normal Gaelic translation of my name, hailing from high old Ireland. Uh, but most folks call me Shannon Kelly. I am the channel evangelist, uh, very passionate about um, e-commerce at, uh, at Vertex. Um, obviously, we are the tax experts. We handle indirect tax and use tax and all of those things in 170 countries, 19,000 global tax jurisdictions. And they let me run around and tell people about it, which is semi-insane. But, um, you know, that's, that's my job. Um, when I'm not talking about tax. I am uh, a 
an avid karaoke star. Um, and, um, I like to travel. I'm a foodie. I'm a wine guy. I've got a black Labrador retriever. Um, I, I announced my black Labrador retriever before I even talk about my beautiful wife and three kids, uh, just a dog nut. So, um, uh, yeah, that's, that's me in a nutshell, man. Great. Thank you so much for that. I have a mixed lab, lab retriever, black, um, mixed hound and lab. And now she has a new tiny little brother who's a 10-month-old uh, Jack Russell. So it's a 12-year-old lab and a 10-month-old Jack, and it's uh, it's a crazy house, and uh, we have a very ornery older sister sometimes. Uh, and she lets uh, the little dog know when, hey, just stay away. In fact, you know, I'll sit and th- she's great at fetching. I'll throw the ball across the house, and the ball ever gets into the old dog's uh, sleeping area, the young dog knows not to even go near it. It just sits there and like comes back and kind of grumbles. Anyways, literally the danger zone. I can see this older dog's face just kind of tolerating the existence of the puppy because yes. my lab's not quite two years old and he's ninety pounds of pure energy. It's just right. amazing. Well, <laughs> we have fifteen. We have fifteen pounds of pure energy, but it lasts for twenty hours. time released long lasting yes exactly um but i think today we weren't going to be here to talk about dogs we're talking about taxes so let's let's dive into the exciting subject of taxes first off vertex is is that verified texas was the original acronym for that maybe you could help us understand what that means because i know that you're you're from texas and it seems perfect vertex yeah, that's that's interesting. I don't think I ever made the correlation. We have a, a Texas-based team spread throughout the state that we call Vertexas, and we even have our own flag that brand discourages us from using um, because it's not <laughs> on brand. But um, Vertex is actually based out of King of Prussia, Pennsylvania, so just outside of Philadelphia. And we're in several countries all over the world, um, especially where tax jurisdictions are really complicated. We open offices in places like Brazil so that we have boots on the ground and people that really understand the uh, ins and outs of the local tax um, requirements. But uh, the... the uh, origination of the name vertex i don't know that story and so i'm a horrible marketer and a bad storyteller (laughs) that's all right so let's let's talk about some innovations and i was in our green room i was just talking about uh how it could be it could be said that tax people aren't that exciting but i think uh you're you're a great uh you're you you show that tax can be exciting and you know, we met a long time ago, I probably at Meet Magento in New York in um, 2014 or earlier we might have met, and uh, you've always made it very exciting. So tell us some of the fun innovations that are happening. Not fun, but, you know, I think part of this is that maybe you could tell us how Vertex helps the merchants not to worry about it. And that's fun, right? If you worry about taxes, it's not fun. I think anything that takes a lot of pressure off your shoulders and makes you kind of decompress a little bit about something as stressful as tax can be, uh, I think a, a great way of thinking about it is it's one of the few things that is naturally 
pronounced in the same sentence with death. The only two things inevitable are death and taxes. So you know you're already starting off with a bad reputation, right? But um, we do make tax fun. We do make tax manageable. Um, and we can make tax a whole lot less stressful. Uh, one of the innovations that has come out recently that I'm actually very excited about and I think is a lot of fun is uh, a new deployment of Vertex O-Series for edge computing. Um, so if you're not familiar with what edge computing is, it's containerized solutions. Um, it allows organizations to take tax calculation, a very big thing, and containerize it so that it can be deployed anywhere in the world with a direct sync to our central O-Series hub. So if you think about buying online, returning to store, uh, shipping to store, going to store, shipping to home, all of these kinds of things are being done by most retailers now. And their tax systems have to accommodate for that. So if you make use of an edge computing technology, the solution performs that tax calculation on premise or in a local data center. So why does this matter? You know, why am I excited about it? Well, in commerce, as you know, latency is deadly. And if you have any friction that slows or stops a transaction, you're going to lose a customer. And the last thing you want causing that disruption is a call to the tax engine. I mean, we don't want to be those guys. So I think that that's probably the most exciting thing that's going on. We've had some mergers and acquisitions, um, LCR Dixon most recently, um, Tellutax um, for greater depth of, of um, edge computing, and then Taximo, which really allows us to tackle that in a way that um, I don't think anybody um, can match right now. Yeah, and I think uh, just to put that into real life terms, um, you know, we we did a we did a job in 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 um, in Peru a number of years ago, and the the client uh, wanted to make sure that their system was up and running in each local retail store. And it wasn't a tax thing, but it was a front end thing. So we made sure there was a cached version of the front end, which is like Edge. We used we used uh, we used Java PWA type of thing. And that meant that even if if they were offline, even for a short time, people could still interact with that product. Um, so I think, you know, just for the, so the listener, listeners can understand how important this is and how, let's just say edgy, right? This is an edgy thing. Like this is this is the where the world is going, helping to bring that data closer to where you are and where that transaction is happening is what we're we're really talking about. And latency, you know, I'll be honest too. I've had a problem with latency and hair growth for a number of years, and it's manifested in in almost no hair growth. So latency can be bad. Uh, you would like it to. You, you would like that consistent, fast uh, response times with your server. And once that um, once that goes down, and I, I think the 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 truth of conversions, if we look at how people convert on their websites, the truth of what that is is the the longer that takes the less likely people are to buy from you. Yeah, there, there's no doubt about it. I mean, uh, my hairline, as you can see, has receded to my muzzle. Um, so that that's a story for another podcast. But, um, you know, we know that microseconds matter in e-commerce. 
Um, and in a buying situation in a store, you know, if you're standing in a brick and mortar store and the internet goes down and they can't complete an accurate tax calculation because, you know, we don't have internet. I mean, we've all been there. We've all been standing in the store trying to buy something and they're just like, you know, the internet's down and we're not going to be able to, to complete the purchase. And, and, um, you know, that can affect long-term buying decisions of coming back to a store, even though that's not their fault. You have that bad taste in your mouth. Like, oh, I tried to buy that one time and I had to stand there for 15 minutes and they finally told me I couldn't get it. And, you know, I had to go home and buy it on Amazon, uh, you know, that sort of a thing. So, um, I think any opportunity that a merchant has to remove that risk, um, is going to be very valuable to their bottom line. Yeah, so you know, going from innovations to trends like this, you know, Edge is is sort of an innovation and it's a trend. What what are we seeing in twenty twenty two? It's uh, it's hopefully we're going to be in a new phase in our lives. We're going to be walking around somewhat normal. Uh, what what are we seeing for trends now moving into this next year? Well, if we don't see variant. Decepticon or Pokemon or whatever's coming next from uh, COVID, hopefully we start to actually return to a new normal. Um, I can kind of feel that things are um, leaning towards that direction just by the number of trips that I have booked to different shows and micro events. So hopefully um, the rest of the world is starting to feel that kind of decompression, feeling a little safer, feeling a little healthier. Um, and willing to go out there and, and, and uh, mingle. So th that's the first thing on my Christmas wish list is that uh, 2022 allows us all to be able to do more of that. Um, one of the things that, that I thought was interesting that I, I talked with someone else about recently was, um, you know, 2020 was the year of the, the need. Everybody was just like, oh, brick and mortar shut down. It's not safe to, to go outside your house. You know, I need toilet paper. I need hand sanitizer. I need disinfectant, you know, that sort of thing. Um, people were, were really scampering to fulfill a need with um, their commerce. And in 2021, people started to say, you know what? I'm feeling a little bit safer, a little bit more confident. I'm going to start purchasing things that I want. And what we really noticed was 2021 was trending towards the return of the luxury brand, things that are a little bit more high-end, um, a little bit more um, well outside the, the, the realm of the need. Um, so I think that that's probably going to continue. Um, I, I think things like the expansion of marketplaces um, and the unorthodox products being offered there uh, will continue to span. I think more and more uh, manufacturers and, and distributors are getting into the, the marketplace model, and we're seeing marketplaces not only expand online, but brick and mortar is starting to get involved in marketplaces, and you're seeing this unification of the entire commerce engine, true uh, omnichannel commerce, uh, becoming just the word commerce, no matter where you do it, and, and having, you know, people using their brick and mortar stores as showrooms so I can walk in there and I can try on the jacket and see how it fits and, you know, button it up and make sure, you know, um, uh, my uh, belly doesn't look crazy in this coat and then hang it back up and go home and read the reviews on it. What do people think about it? See if there's anywhere else that I can get it cheaper, right? You're going to shop around a little bit and then you're going to purchase it. Where 
wherever it happens to be convenient, you know, whether you go back into the store or you buy it online um, or you buy a completely different product because your research tells you that that isn't really what you wanted to get. So I think, you know, more of that unifying of all of the aspects of commerce is going to become more and more of a trend um, and more and more seamless. Um, I think the expansion of subscription boxes and, and subscription billing will continue to grow. You know, people are in need of and, and desire of convenience now more than ever. And, and we're using machine learning to curate these boxes and ship them out to people on a regular basis, anticipating their desires, their wants before they even know that they've had them, which is a little bit, you know, uh, uh, sci-fi Terminator-esque, but I really love having a box show up at my door and I open it up and yeah, this looks like me in a box, you know, and I think more and more people are, are enjoying that and, and will start to take advantage of that. So that's kind of what I think is probably coming in the next um, 12 to 18 months. And I think I saw you're in the boots of the month club. Like you get a new pair of cowboy boots every month and you just try them on, wear them. And if, if they don't quite fit you right, then you'll return them. And, but you still get a new pair, right? So you're, you're on a, you know, typically 12 new pairs of boots a, a year. Well, I, you know, I only need one boot now, so I can flip them around and kind of use them on the other. Yeah. yeah. So I'm, I'm going to try to get into one of these these clubs where, you know, there's some guy out there who's missing a left foot, and I'm missing my right foot, and we can go in halvesies on a lovely pair of expensive boots. I think that would be <laughs> There fun. you go. Yeah, That's I think, my new business I think model. That you, yeah, I think that you've definitely found a, a new business model, find the foot, right? Yeah. Um, or pass on the foot. Pat, pay it foot forward. Foot one pay foot th- forward would be like pay it forward. Um, so trademark uh, in uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> We're thinking of ideas as we talk. Um, so I, I know some of the buzzwords in the past have been uh, endless aisles and and uh, you know th- those are the things that the big box stores used. Um, and I think some of the trends that are happening now, especially in smaller retail, are they're discovering that these these uh, buzzwords that the big box stores used, like Endless Isles and Omnichannel, are much easier for even small merchants to use. And then I guess on, uh, in the same regard, then, we've all seen how Amazon has captured it as a marketplace, has captured so much business. And you had, you had talked about being at retail and you'd like to make sure you've, you're getting the best price. Well, sometimes the first place you look, unfortunately, is Amazon, right? So you you can even scan the barcode right in the store and say, what's the price on Amazon? Um, the, you know, maybe talk a little bit about how, how Vertex can help the smaller business compete with the bigger business in in the sense, in the past, a lot of small businesses didn't charge, say, sales tax cross-border because they didn't worry about it, right? And then it turned into, for a little bit of time, it was very complicated. They'd have to they'd have to keep track of it. Imagine trying to sell New York zip codes when sometimes the rules in New York City are different by street, right? So if, if, a, mer- if a merchant is in, you know in uh, South Dakota and they're trying to sell something into New York city and they, and they have the wrong one. And all of a sudden they get super successful. They're they're They have some liability. Um, maybe you could talk a little bit about the ease of, of what your service can help people do. Yeah. I, I, I don't think that there's anyone in the world that doesn't think that tax is complicated, but I think that most people don't know how complicated it is. And 
things like um, Wayfair versus um, South Dakota or COVID-19 really adds a layer of complexity and um, makes it a little bit more dynamic. You know, tax is never going to be a static thing. It's always going to be changing. And when these um, state and, and, and um, federal governments are seeing a lot of the tax money uh, that they normally rely on for services to not be coming in because of shutdowns and things like that, um, they are going to be scrambling to find different ways to recoup that revenue. And so you find um, changing legisl legislation, new legislation, um, new taxes, tax increases. Some sectors see they, they get a tax break because they're trying to help those sectors out. And then you've got things like tax-free holidays um, in the retail sector. Um, to complicate it even further, um, there are things um, about uh, individual products that have a very dynamic um, tax scenario surrounding them. I, bagels is a great example. You walk into a bakery, you buy a bag of bagels, it's taxed one way. If you take one of, if the people in the store take one of those bagels out, cut it, toast it, and serve it with cream cheese, it's taxed a different way. Uh, it's the same bagel, but there's a different tax scenario for it. Marketplaces make it complicated because depending upon what the item is, where it was shipped from, where it was shipped to, um, a lot of different very dynamic things going on in the marketplace scenario, the person or entity that is responsible for the tax can change uh, and vary by transaction. And you definitely want to make sure that those things are automated. And then the cross-border selling, um, very recently, um, well, it seems like it was recently, time's flying so fast, um, but I know that a lot of organizations haven't tackled this yet, but in uh, Europe, what was previously a tax-exempt transaction under 22 uh, euros cross-border now is being taxed. And, you know, who collects that tax? Who's responsible for remitting that tax? Um, and, and that happened back in July, and e here we are in February of the next year, and there's a lot of organizations that are just like, we're not ready to tackle that yet. You know, we could use a lot of help with that. Um, and so we're, we're seeing um, companies that are coming to us to try to solve for that, and, and that's where our Taximo solution comes in and, and makes that kind of a one-stop shop automatic tax collection remittance takes the burden off of the, the merchant organization and, and, and um, they handle that for them. So I think that there's a lot of, um, a lot of uh, need for that right now with everything changing as quickly as it is. So yeah, ta there's in the United States alone, the, um, the tax code is 77,000 pages plus. So you're never going to manually wrap your head around it, especially if you sell into a lot of, of different regions and uh, demographics and, and you're selling cross-border. It's, it's, it's hopeless to manage that manually. Yeah, and, and that's 77,000 pages. You know, I was told that I would have photographic memory. I'm just waiting for it to develop, right? And it's just taken, you know, 50-some years for that to happen. There is um, ridiculously few pages uh, that have pictures on them in that tax code. It's it's amazing. It's... <laughs> they need the cartoon version. I know. Um, let's let's change let's change gears just a little bit um, because I know we both saw each other at NRF at the National Retail Federation Conference in New York, and um, I do I do want to talk a little bit about how um, how the marketing world how our world has gone into this non tactile 
it's a Zoom world, right? And and I I can't tell you how much the Zoom world drives me absolutely crazy. Um, my my first back to conference was in April of twenty April of twenty twenty one, and it was in Texas, and it was great. I you know it was somewhat safe, and you know it was in Austin, so it's always somewhat safe, right? Yes. Is they have Rainy Street there. Um, and then the next week I went off to Florida and had another in-person conference. So I think, uh, the value, you know, that I got out of seeing you in person was not that I don't love to just talk to you on video, but the value that we can, we can see each other. And if we feel comfortable, we can shake hands and give each other a hug. And, um, (laughs) you know, I, you know, I just want to kind of dive into that idea of, that we don't want to get stuck in a zoom world and i don't want the people making decisions about marketing to think that marketing is okay to just do it virtual and and especially from a conference standpoint i had an nrf you know it wasn't as big as it was in the past but uh give it give hats off to new york to putting pulling it off and putting in the javits center I tell you what, there was a lot of trepidation going into NRF because of um, Omicron and how virulent it was and how much of a hotspot New York was. And for every member of our team to be able to return home and not come home positive um, and no one got COVID out of that show speaks volumes to the mitigation methods that a lot of these major conferences have put in the wider aisles the um the hand sanitizer stations the mask mandate the 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 vaccine mandates if anybody is out there kind of wringing their hands and thinking i don't know that that the modern conference convention world is safe it seems like a a, just a natural born super spreader event um it's it's absolutely not the case the they made it very very possible and workable for people to be in the same room in large numbers and and for people to come home without being exposed to to um covid19 so um we're definitely uh pivoting towards a return to uh in-person conferences we hope that the traffic picks up more for for future conferences down the road. I know that states like California and New York that are normally uh, kind of the weather bell by which people say, are things trending well or things not trending well, because they're going to be the most cautious about it, have just relinquished the the mask mandate. So I think that uh, that says to a lot of people that we were seeing a trend towards uh, uh, COVID being on the uh, downturn. Uh, And knock on wood, hopefully that continues. Um, Vertex as an organization is is planning to attend uh, Etail West this month, uh, Shop Talk next month. Uh, Adobe Summit has pivoted virtual, but we're still going to be participating there in a big way. And um, RICE in uh, May in Chicago will be there. Um, in April, we'll be doing uh, B2B online in Chicago. We'll be there physically. So um, I think there's going to be a lot of opportunities for the handshakes and the hugs. And I'm a big hugger. I, I, I've never met a person that uh, I've known for more than a couple of years that I'm just like, when I see them, I'm, I'm going to give them a hug. So I miss the hugs and it's time to get back in the in the room and do those hugs yeah and my ribs are are my ribs are a little sore still from new york from the hug you gave me so i appreciate that <laughs> You're um welcome. and i will i'm hoping to see you at shop talk in uh, in uh, april um so i i won't be at each of us but i'm hoping to see and we are we have a booth at at whatever it's called this year it's not irce it's not retail x it's some new name 
Um, it's going to be the big that big show in Chicago that typically happens every year. Uh, that was last year was the partner. Uh, uh, it was the partner Super Bowl, I think was the way it was described last year. But again, hats off to Chicago for putting on a a big in person show. Um, I, I um I um I I do want to kind of just maybe kind of close out the conversation about how how you're doing marketing and, and sort of the success you're seeing in marketing from a show standpoint, as, as opposed from just doing zoom webinars or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I think everybody's is starting to get a little bit worn out with the, the virtual content. We see that the numbers for attendees on, on virtual things that are, are straightforward thought leadership or, or marketing content is, is not always well attended. Um, so uh, like most people, we've been putting an, an additional what's in it for me type of a thing. So some sort of a raffle drawing, some sort of a box that we send out prior to the event. We've got celebrities involved. Um, you know, we're doing a, um, a Shark Tank event coming up. Uh, we're doing a, a concert event at Adobe Summit with uh, Mark Roberts from uh, OAR. Um, we're doing a uh, cooking with Michael Simon. We're doing all kinds of things to bring people to the table to tell them a little bit about who it is that we are, what it is that we do, and, and why we're going to be able to help them. And then we turn it over to something that they normally probably wouldn't get a chance to be exposed to um, unless they went physically to that city and bought a ticket and maybe put themselves in an exposure situation that wouldn't bring them out. So um, we've been looking for opportunities to do things like that. But um, you said the partner Super Bowl at... Um, uh, retail X last year. That's basically how we're treating the first half of the year in, in 2022. We are engaging our channel partners, our system integrators, our ISVs, our VARs out there, the people that help us be successful every day. We're going out and we're we're meeting them face to face. We're thanking them for for their business. We're giving them a unique experience. Like at NRF, we took a group to see Hamilton on Broadway. You know, I, I anybody who knows the show knows that that's the the mecca for seeing the show um it was an incredible experience uh our our twitter and linkedin exploded with the the partner reaction to being able to do that and i think that building rapport in that way and socializing in that way and deepening these friendships and, and partnerships to more than a handshake it's a hug um that's really what we're trying to do in the first half of the year to say thank you and and to incentivize people to continue to keep us front of mind and reach out to us whenever they have a need or, or a client has a need. So I think that's the strategy going forward into the first half of the year. And, and depending upon the Pokemon variant, variant of COVID and in uh, the second half of the year, we'll, we'll have to see how that, um, how that might change. Yeah. I mean, I, I guess the, Putting COVID aside, the, this the idea of creating relationships. That was the way people did business for thousands of years, right? We created relationships, and in this very short time we've had virtual conferences, and suddenly, I just, I just want to hammer in the idea to any anybody who's in leadership who doesn't understand the importance of relationships and how the relationships help to escalate your business and your sales. Uh, how important those are. And even, you know, maybe you don't go to a 40,000 person event like NRF or a whatever 20,000 person event, 
some of these micro events are great opportunities to have people come together and feel comfortable. And I know in, in you know, Minneapolis, uh, we've been doing some smaller events in the city since last year. And, you know, we keep it safe. We're, we're, we're keeping the numbers to, you know, 20 people or so. And people are really finding that those smaller events are great and you still get to meet people and see them face to face. And, it's not a digital face-to-face. It's a real face-to-face. You can actually yeah. see that 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 virtual hair is fake on that person's head, and and and. Um, but oh, there, maybe you. their humor is the same, right? Um, <laughs> it's it's just it's a different experience. Yeah, you, you want to be cognizant of the fact that people might have some trepidation still about coming out and, and, and they don't want to be exposed and bring that back to their families. And what we have been doing to mitigate that is trying to, to bring as many of our in-person events outdoors and into spaces where people can spread out and, and be as comfortable as they want to be. Um, so, you know, things like Etail West, we're doing a Coachella Valley event outside the museum, this beautiful courtyard. It's got this water tower where they project art at night. We're going to have it lit up and do all kinds of fun things at Etail West. Um, uh, ballparks and outdoor concert venues and, and things like that. There's just so many creative ways where you can get people together safely in an environment where they're going to feel comfortable and continue to have that that social interaction that includes body language that if you've ever been in sales and marketing, you know, is so important that people not only are reading your face and your eye content uh, or, or eye contact, but, you know, how they stand or they fold their arms, they're defensive, you know, their hands are in their pockets, you know, are they bored? Are they engaged? You know, those sorts of things where, you know, you're making a quality connection and, and, and communicating in a way that's going to be meaningful. That honestly has to be done in person because we've got the data that shows the the digital interaction return on investment versus the in-person physical return on investment is dramatically different in the quality versus the quantity. You might get a lot of people on that webinar, but are they going to take the next step and do business with you? Not as likely as with you broke bread with them, you shook hands with them, you shared a laugh together, you shared an experience together. If you're not doing those sort of things, it's not as meaningful and it's not going to pan out as well in the end. Yeah, and I, I do want to plug an event that you did, and I just want to put the importance. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna just be uh, say that I'm guilty of this. The importance of post social to help the person who's helped you, right? And uh, we we signed up for the the cooking event that you did back in December, and uh, yeah, yeah. we were in we were in Hawaii for that entire time. We got this big box that showed up at our apartment in Hawaii. And, um, we, you know, we didn't, we couldn't do it at the time that you had because we're five hours difference, I think, or something like that, but yeah. we did it. And I took some pictures and I still have not republished those pictures. I, I, I need to just put some, so I know I'm very sorry, but I have I'm... to say that that was such a fantastic experience. We still have your little card and we have done mm -hmm. that again. And I'm telling you that those ribeyes you sent us. We're so much better than the ribeyes that we went down to our local, our local store and bought. It was, it was, it, the, everything was. Well, besides the fact that we did it in Hawaii, yeah. everything <laughs> around it was fantastic. You know, we we and it was such a great idea. Um, and I know it would have been better if we could have participated live with you and done it, but 
regardless of that, we still did it and we still cooked our meal. Um, and I, and for, for me anyways, personally, you know, I, I remember, I remember, um, Vertex because of that and, uh, and the other partner on that, I can't remember them, but whoever they were, I think KPMG, but I remember the, the event, th that thing that you did was fantastic. So if, if anybody is doing the non, the, the digital or, you know, at home events, you guys are doing a great, and that was such a great experience. I, I can't tell you how much we appreciate that. That's incredibly kind. Thank you. I, I, my goal for the next one is to fly everyone to Hawaii to cook their ribeyes and have that experience because I think you probably yeah. maxed out the value of how wonderful that experience could be. <laughs> but uh, th thank you for that. I really appreciate it. And, and honestly, at the end of the day, when we're doing this with our partners, the, the, the only ask is introduce us to your friends. You know, you've got prospects and clients out there that are struggling to conduct their business every day and they want to make sure that they are delivering a wow experience to their their clients their end users and they want to remove that friction they want to remove that latency they want to make sure that all of those transactions go through well I, there's not anyone in business that I can imagine couldn't benefit from a conversation. And we're not going to be right for everybody. We recognize that there are tax scenarios that maybe Vertex is, is going to be too much engine for what you need. And, and if it's an easy tax transaction, there's plenty of people out there that can take care of you. What we want to do is be able to have that conversation to help you evaluate what your needs and exposure are might be and to help you in any way possible and if we can't we enjoyed the conversation i we just like talking you know so um to have that opportunity when we bring people out to a show or send them a steak or something like that that's all we're asking for you know yeah uh, just to close out our point on marketing the the one-on-one -on, -one on marketing is starting conversations with salespeople who can start to eventually close deals those conversations start with a relationship yeah. Um, and I can't tell you that however you start that conversation, um, that getting that getting that first um, word through the door, whether it's virtual or in person, it, that's the beginning of it. The relationship continues and relationships are meant to be in person. So I'm going to be a big proponent of in person um, meeting in person and creating those relationships. I'll, I'll stop there. I know I've been on a soapbox for a while. <laughs> no, you don't have to stop on my account. This is the drum I've been beating for 18 months. I, I've, I've been the worst uh, person uh, for staying at home and having to do all of this uh, virtual content. I've whined about it more than anybody else because I do. I miss those relationships. I miss that exposure to my friends and, and partners. And now that we're getting back to it, uh, it's, it's joyful. It's absolutely joyful. Um, so I, I, again, I don't want to make this a vertex, um, a vertex commercial. Hold on, let me just take a sip of my iced tea. But what is so lovely? Like, what's exciting? <laughs> Thank you very much. I got it at NRF. <laughs> um, yeah. So swag too. I mean, swag is a great thing. Like there was swag for COVID test kits. You know, the swag whole swag world is upside down. If you're not if you're not doing hand sanitizer this next year, it's the new socks, right? The socks of twenty nineteen is hand sanitizer. <laughs> My kids um, have asked me to put out an appeal to the swag community for more stuffed animals. Anyone that can adopt a stuffed animal swag policy at their booth, you would be greatly appreciated by my kids. 
And well, you'll have to hit up Classy Llama for sure in May. Oh yeah, uh, they'll have their their llamas. Um, so you know, we have a few minutes left. What tell us a little bit about what's exciting? What's coming up in the tax world? How could tax be more exciting? And well, <clears throat> as we were talking about before, there's no end to legislative changes. Um, new legislation for marketplaces, uh, cross-border legislation, the way that VAT is evolving, all of those things um, are going to be changing. You can always anticipate that uh, your taxes are going to increase um, or they're going to change or they're going to flex or something that was never taxed before, like um, – you know, uh, in-house services for, for people that come and maybe clean your house and things like that. There, there's going to be taxes, uh, tax implications there and responsibility uh, for services that normally a lot of people just thought, I, you know, I pay cash for this. It's There's not going to be any issue. There might be an issue. So you want to make sure that you're you're up to date on, on things like that. And, um, you know, like I said, we're just we're going to be out there everywhere trying to, to see all of our friends and talk about these things and ask the open ended questions about, you know, where do you sell? What do you sell? How complex are your your products, your SKUs? Uh, you know, are you selling cross border um, global? You know, do you have brick and mortar and, you know, do you have issues with latency and things like that? Oh, we're going to be we're going to be preaching the good word of, of edge computing and marketplace solutions and, and helping people evolve their business the way that they're naturally trending. So do you get taxed on your cowboy boots in Texas? No, uh, boots are tax exempt as are belt buckles. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Minnesota, no tax on clothing in Minnesota. And I grew up while well, I was born in Montana, moved to Minnesota when I was younger and had a new pair of cowboy boots every year until I was 12, by the way, until I realized in the big city, it's not so cool. Uh, but te Montana has no sales tax. So <laughs> now, now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, wait a second. Is it the hats or the boots? I can't remember which end of the cowboy is tax exempt and they might be. <laughs> so I don't want to speak. I don't want to speak out of turn. There's a lot of cowboy related paraphernalia that, uh, you yeah, know, and cowboys in Montana are different than cowboys in Texas. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. have to they have to endure some quite cold weather. Yes. Uh, so you know, as we close out, uh, what what sort of nugget could you give a merchant? Like, what is it? What is it? What kind of what? If you had something, one golden nugget you could get a merchant now in the next six twelve months, what would you tell them? I think that merchants are already keyed into the idea that they want to remove as much friction and, and complication from the transaction process as possible. Uh, I think the bottom line that I would leave with a merchant is no matter who you go with, do some research, ask the hard questions about the people that you're going to partner with, the, the connectors that you're going to put your ERP or your e-commerce engine uh, in line with, and make sure that they are going to deliver on, one, the value proposition of your brand, and two, that they are going to be partners in your success, that they, they ask you questions about what your ultimate goals are, and they help you reach those goals uh, sooner rather than later. And if you're not thinking about tax as an opportunity to improve your bottom line financially, then you're thinking about tax all wrong. You, you, there is a huge opportunity for you to turn a profit in the way that you manage tax. Excellent. Um, and as I close out, I give everybody an opportunity to do a shameless plug about anything you'd like to plug today. doesn't have to be taxes. It could be anything. It hasn't already been shameless enough. <laughs> anything you want to do. 
Well, if you are planning to be on the road and have the opportunity, I would love to see you in Palm Springs for Retail West the end of February. Uh, the end of March, we'll be in Las Vegas for Shop Talk, and we will be in Chicago in April and May for B2B Online and for um, RICE, which is going to be a great show. Um, I'm on the planning board for um, RICE, which is a tremendous honor to be invited. Um, they're putting together a great show. Um, the, medication, the mitigation will obviously be in place, and it's guaranteed we're going to have some great events around these that you're not going to want to miss. So definitely reach out. Great. Thank you so much, Shannon, Shannon Kelly. <laughs> uh, Shannon Kelly uh, from Vertex, thank you so much for being here today. It's been a very enjoyable talk, and uh, I hope to see you in the future. For sure, I should see you in Vegas. I'll, I'd rather see you in Hawaii, but let's go. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot. Cheers. This episode is brought to you by the Magento Association. Join today at magentoassociation.org forward slash join. Be part of a great and vibrant Magento community. The Talk Commerce podcast is sponsored by SwiftDotter. E-commerce developers solve problems daily. In fact, some of those seem like mountainous hurdles that must be climbed in a matter of hours. Stress levels can go through the roof. No wonder the plague of burnout affects developers too. Ah, but there's a vaccine for that. Investing time in your career will take you farther than you ever imagined. Meet Swift Daughter. Swift Daughter exists to help you become the e-commerce hero that is indispensable and irreplaceable at your company. We do this through Magento Certification Study Materials and Joseph Maxwell's most recent book, The Art of E-Commerce Debugging. Go to swiftotter.com to learn more about how you can quickly climb the ranks in your quest to be a better developer. While you're there, use the coupon code TALKCOMMERCE for 15% off any digital goods at swiftotter.com. Thank you again for listening. My name is Brent Peterson, and it has been my pleasure to be your host today. Please rate and subscribe to Talk Commerce, new shows out every week.